Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Real Sex Radio, the podcast where we get down and dirty to give you the dirt about real human sex. I'm your host, Hannah Deindorfer, a fairy godmother, sexuality, and somatics coach who is here to support you in having wildly intimate, connective, real sex. Sex is messy, fun, playful, awkward, and most of all, human. On Real Sex Radio, you'll hear stories from real people about their cringiest or most exciting sex experiences and tips from me on how you can improve your sex life. I am here to keep it real. Welcome to the show. Today, I have my friend David here to share some stories about his sex and his life. David is one of my best friends. He is an incredibly safe human, gives the absolute best hugs in the whole world, is so sexy. He's Colombian and Jewish, just an incredible sexy combo. And I just love him very much. Um, so David, I'm so excited to, to talk to you yeah, today. Me too. Love you so much. I'm glad I'm here. Me too. <laughs> um, so first I just want to acknowledge you. Something that you just said before we started recording was like about new people being worried about nudes being leaked. Like yeah. this is your real name. Yes, this is my real name. <laughs> I'm David Alejandro Avidalba Prater. <laughs> oh my God. The full name. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think it's really cool that you're just like, yeah, I'm going to be open. I'm going to be myself and, uh, be expressive about my sex here. For sure. I actually think part of what I wanted to share was about, um, when you ask sort of preliminary questions about, uh, the things that I've worked through in my sex life and things I've grown in and aspects of sex life that I've grown in, the big thing that came up was working through like shame. Mm-hmm. and what something I didn't realize I had so much of. Mm. Um, Beautiful. Let's just get right into for it. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So I just wanted to link that to that because if I didn't use my name, well, it would just be reinforcing that it's not okay yeah. what I'm going to talk about or et cetera, et cetera. So. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You're <laughs> an amazing human. Me too. Um, so I would love to first share, I want, you, I want to know your age, um, gender, sexual orientation. I'm 24, I'm a male, and the last time I was asked that question, I said, I'm pretty much straight, but I'll kiss a guy if it's what the people want. (laughs) I was there when you said that. That was amazing. (laughs) It was a crowd pleaser. Cool. Thanks for sharing that. Um, I want to give that perspective to people that are listening to know that, like, that's what the stories are going to be filtered through, that lens of of your experience. Um, So, yeah, I want to just start with a story. Can you tell me about a time when sex was either uncomfortable or awkward or uncertain or cringy or, yeah, just real kind of messy? Totally. Um, It wasn't quite messy, but it was uncomfortable. So for some context, it was someone who I had met on Tinder. Uh, She was a ballerina. And um, I was having, you know, we'd been seeing each other and I was going through some pretty big growth in my life. And um, to the point where what ended up happening was the times we were engaging before the growth and through the growth were, you know, fine, good uh, experiences. And then we met up again maybe a few months later and it just all fell apart. Yeah. Can you share a little bit more detail about totally. like what set the scene for us? What happened? Yeah. We hadn't seen each other for a couple months. I had moved uh, places I was living. I was living with one of my good friends and um, she hit me up and was like, hey, I just graduated 
from this program and you know I'm celebrating out dinner do you want to hang out later tonight I was like oh for sure and so she came over and the first thing that was interesting to me was um I wasn't I hadn't been drinking that night I'd just been spending time alone and then she came over and had been drinking Mm -hmm. which uh is an interesting vibe (laughs) (laughs) definitely yeah not the same wavelength yeah no definitely not and um not that I sort of switched back to who I was before the growth, but I did do some things that weren't quite aligned with that growth. I ordered us some more drinks because she like delivered and because she wanted them. And mm-hmm. that sort of didn't feel right, but did it anyway. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we kind of started doing what we usually do, having sex. <laughs> <laughs> and it just wasn't as great and I think we were both feeling that and I think we were just felt very disconnected and then it went on like this and I don't think either of us came and then I think I fell asleep and then she <laughs> left at like 3 a.m. Yeah. And uh, it all felt very heavy. Yeah. Um, I actually went into a funk for a couple days after that because I was like, what was I doing? Like, why am I doing this? Like, do I have like something where I will take myself out of alignment or out of my own peace just to go have sex with somebody. Um, And that stuck for a few days. And I think the big overarching thing was just that I was not listening to myself. Mm -hmm. I mean, it felt quote unquote wrong. Wow, which is interesting. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel natural or nice or Mm -hmm. expansive or even exciting Mm -hmm. from the moment she mentioned it yeah but it was just me going oh sex i like sex she wants to have sex let's have sex Mm -hmm. so what i've learned from that is just not to let that (laughs) not happen (laughs) yeah i love that so yeah i mean the thing that i want to just reflect on is like there was a moment in there when you were like I know this probably isn't what I actually want to do. And then rather than following that, you were like, ah, it'll be fine. Yeah. Like, I'll do it anyway. And then because you didn't listen to that voice inside of you that was like, this probably isn't the right thing to do, you ended up in a situation where it wasn't connective. It wasn't the kind of sex that you want to be having, which for your age, that's incredible to have that kind of awareness. I want to like acknowledge you for that, that like you're 24 and you're like, that is not the type of sex that I want to be having. Mm-hmm. Like, drunk, not connective, like, yeah. not present. Um, so, yeah, how, how are you doing that differently now? Wow, yeah. Um, and did you used to do that a lot before? Totally. I think I did do it a lot before. Um, and it didn't feel as bad just because I hadn't, you know, started down the path of, like, no, I, there's certain experiences I want. Um, but what I really learned from it, well, it took me a couple conversations and like I said, a few days Mm -hmm. before I felt good again. Like it really, really affected me. I had to talk Mm -hmm. to some people that I really love and trust and they helped me come out of it and just be like, Hey man, it's just something that happened and you learned from it. Right. I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. Um, what I learned from it is to, like I said, not let that, uh, voice go unchecked or, Mm -hmm. or, or unlistened to. Yeah. Really. Mm -hmm. Um, because maybe the ball started rolling and it felt fine. And then when those bigger uh, tells started coming out, I was like, well, I'm already here. 
-hmm. I can't tell her, I don't want to do this now. She's mm -hmm. literally here and I just ordered this. Mm -hmm. Or maybe even before I ordered it, she's already here, so I'm gonna order more drinks because she wants more drinks. Yeah. Um, not true at all. So you felt some like pressure to continue once you'd already said yes. I think that's really normal. For sure. That like feeling of like, well, I'm already in this. Well, yeah. I might as well keep going. I might as well keep going. Like that's really, yeah. really common. Definitely, definitely could be seen as pressure. And even just thinking that it isn't a possibility to change the scenario. Mm -hmm. um, like it didn't feel like she was like, get me drinks. This has to happen. It was more just like, I, well, yeah, pressure on myself. Mm -hmm. I was, I was thinking, oh, I'm here now. This act has to be completed. Yeah. Not the case. Mm -hmm. So that's what I've learned. Mm -hmm. um, now to say that I'm perfect with that lesson right now is not the case. I mean, that's not the ideal anyway. Yeah. Because perfect is not totally. attainable anyway. Right. But so learning with that. Awareness now. Yes. Yeah. Totally. So now when I feel it, I'll be aware of past experience and be like, okay, stronger check-in. Do I really want to do this? And I have actually pivoted mm -hmm. out of sexual situations. Good job, dude. Yeah, Amazing. It's, it's so tough. I get really into those things. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's normal um, yeah. and human. Yeah, but I have shifted out of and, and, and shifted in, as in like just shifted the scenario of well, we are here doing this, but it doesn't have to mean we have sex, especially because I'm starting to feel this. Maybe, yeah. you know, this is still, this part is enjoyable. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what's going differently, is yeah. not putting the pressure on myself or assuming that because I showed interest or flirted or invited someone over, that sex is what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And that kind of changes everything. Totally. Takes all the pressure off. Yeah. Yeah. Turns it into creation from consumption. Mm -hmm. In that scenario, I was definitely consuming the idea, this person comes over, we have sex. Here's the experience that, I, that is happening, and now I'm going to take, take it. from it. Yeah. Mm. Versus, oh, I'm here with someone beautiful who I really enjoy being with. Now what mm -hmm. is going to happen? Yeah. I think like that idea is really powerful in all areas of life but specifically in sex where it's really easy to consume to consume validation to consume orgasm to consume the energy of another person and deciding to move into it from a creative place instead of a consumptive place yeah. i'm really glad you brought that up like mm -hmm. that's a it's a really powerful point and yeah. one that's hopefully going to lead you to incredible sexual experiences do you want to share a highlight oh, sex yeah, experience for sure a lot of them recently. It's just a lot of expansiveness. And with that principle being at the core of it all, it's all highlights. It's all highlights. That's it's because amazing. Because I, I only create the, the, the things that I actually want to happen. Mm -hmm. um, and just real quick, I wanted to loop it back to what we started with around the journey through breaking out of shame. Because I think that's a huge part of it. Because while there's shame involved... Once I would step into a sexual container, it'd be like, okay, we're here now. We have to do the thing quickly. Or not quickly, but like this, 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 this has to happen. And then we got to like come out of the darkness into like, okay, we're done with that. Yeah. Like it was like a hiding. Yeah. I mean, that's a super exaggerated example, but that is the energy of it. Mm -hmm. It was like, let's imagine as a group of people, you know, we don't, we aren't open about sexuality because yeah. we're ashamed. Mm -hmm. Two people come together. They're like, okay down you want to do this and you sort of da, do your like thing all secret together exactly yeah. and then with that almost outside pressure of like we have to like 
keep this here, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, remember, these are the things that happen while we're here. And mm-hmm. that's, we do that and then we're out. Yeah. But not the case. Mm-hmm. Once that gets broken, it's like, oh, we could actually be in this space and not do that. Or we can do more than that. It, you know, it all yeah. opens up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Highlights how did you, are... How did you release the shame that you felt? <sighs> How'd you do that? That's a great question. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's It was practice, I think. It was being okay, being seen in the parts of myself that as a teenager I thought I was not supposed to be or told, like, that's dirty mm-hmm. or uh, um, hidden. Mm-hmm. Being seen in those places and being open about it. Yeah. practicing that like mm-hmm. it's really a millimeter by millimeter it was for me opening up of that it wasn't like one day I was like okay now I'm totally fine with going to a play party and coming in front of everyone <laughs> yeah that didn't happen just instantly it was just slowly being like for example I think it started with me being open with partners that I'm seeing other people yeah that was a huge one mm-hmm because that's always been no that's not okay rather yeah when i was younger i was like no you don't see other people that's cheating yeah um so i think that was the first step and it was millimeter by millimeter being like i am seeing other people this is okay Mm -hmm. i can tell you about an experience that i had with your friend Mm -hmm. and uh, just slowly breaking down the shame of that Mm -hmm. because that that's what i was i was honest about it yeah yeah and i think that's the biggest part that's huge yeah Yeah. i think the the open communication about it, just the telling, like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Like, this is what I'm partaking in. And even if you feel shame at the original telling, saying it in places where you're safe yeah. and where people are going to reflect back to you, like, great. Like, that's okay. Like, yeah. you're allowed to do that. And then getting that reinforced over and over and over again yeah. by the people around you saying, like, it's okay that you have sex. It's okay that you have sex with multiple people. It's okay that you're a sexual person and have desire like and having that reflected back to you and you feeding into that loop of like yep this is me yep it's okay is like just a positive upward spiral of releasing shame that's how cool Um, love that and a big shift recently that I won't have too much to talk about because it's recent but just a big shift from within that it being permission for example me me telling people that I was seeing that I was seeing other people I was coming with the energy of, is this okay? Mm-hmm. Like, are you okay with this? What do I have to like? And recently, I have been coming with an energy of excitement about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the result of that is excitement being fed back mm-hmm. and encouragement being fed back. Yeah. Which, even within that, it's a, it's a new level up for me. But it's uh, I'll have more to say about that soon. I think that's yeah, pretty yeah. much it. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Oh, is there anything else on the topic of sex that you think is important for people to hear or that if you could have a message out about yourself about sex, like anything that you want to share before we're done? I think just um, any moment that you're about to share something and then you don't, just do it (laughs) (laughs) in in relation to sex and partners. Yeah. Um, It's a philosophy I carry for a lot of things outside of sex too, but it has been a huge part of it in that um i like asking people whenever i pose a question to someone Mm -hmm. and they are sort of like oh i don't know that's a hard one i like going what about that one that just crossed your mind but you decided not to share yeah i think that's a huge part of you know this experience and really lets people 
also receive the gift of it being okay to share. Yeah, amazing. That you want to give yourself too. Oh, thanks, David. Yeah, totally. I really, Thank really you. appreciate your time and being my first official guest Let's on this go. show. This was an incredible Real way to start, radio. dude. Incredible. <laughs> um, I love you and love appreciate you. you so much. You have great insight and are incredibly wise for being 24. It blows my mind all Work the time. So. A couple lifetimes in. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, that's the show for today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok. Instagram at Hannah Deindorfer, TikTok at I am Hannah the Red. And um, if you love this episode, please make sure to like it, to share it, to post it on your social media, to share parts that were stood out to you. And uh, I'll see you next time.